Hi, listeners. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by The Draw Shop, and we've got something exciting for you. Let me ask you something. Have you ever been asked what you do? We all get asked this, right? Have you then answered and then got the response of totally glazed over eyes or just the look of someone politely smiling but definitely not caring? It sucks. I know. I've totally been there on both sides, actually. That's why my team and I at The Draw Shop now offer a service to help you perfect your elevator pitch so that people immediately understand how you can make their life better and so that you can use this anywhere in your marketing. It's the single statement that compels your prospects to take action right away. Here's what happens. You meet with an expert copywriter on our team to define the problem you solve, how you solve it, and the transformation your customers experience after working with you. From there, we'll turn that into a short and sweet elevator pitch just for you and create a compelling one-page visual story to help the world better understand your business and how you can help them. For a special limited-time offer, we are offering you this service for one-third the usual price, valued at $1,500. Yep, 70% off. Again, this will only be available for a limited time, and we've already seen incredible results with our clients changing this one single statement. So to get your word-perfect pitch today, head to www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch now. That's www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch. Okay, let's get into today's episode. As long as it's fun and you have like your finger on the pulse of your emotions and you're not going into stress response, you're not going into fear, you're not going into lack, you're not saying, oh, I got to figure this out. I got to hurry up and figure Instead, it's like, this is going to be fun. Not only is it going to be fun, but I'm going to trick my productivity brain by saying this must be done for my business because it's true. Sometimes you meet someone for the first time and it feels like they've been in your life forever. Do you ever just have that connection where you're just like, oh my gosh, you're like, you're like a brother from another mother, even though I've only known you for a matter of moments. And that's what happened when I first met Nathan Aaron. He's incredible. And he kind of says it right at the beginning of our episode, but this is one of the best. It's one of the best because he's so raw and authentic in all of his experiences. And he's just a beautiful soul. And I'm, I'm so happy that he's now in my life. And let me tell you about him. Nathan Aaron helps really heart-centered entrepreneurs merge all of their passions into one life mission so that they can plan, fund, and build their dream businesses. And we talk about how you can even grasp what that dream business might be. Because I know that today people are pivoting, whether they're pivoting within their business or they're totally switching careers because they realized all of this stuff has happened. My business isn't serving me well and I'm not serving it well. I think there's something else that I need to be doing. So we talk about that and discovering what that thing might be. He's got an incredible story. He raised over a million dollars per client and worked with Fortune 500 companies, Grammy award-winning artists, including the Olympics, Adidas, CBS Sports, Lil Wayne, and Ray-Ban. He produces two podcasts, one which charted number one on iTunes. And he's going to share with us the story of when he was 
homeless and how he became an agent, landed his first seven-figure investment for a client. So many, so many stories this guy has. And I am so impressed with how he's taken what experiences he's had in life and really turned them into opportunities. Some fun stuff too. He he studied as an intern under Simon Cowell. He also served with the DJ Paul Oakenfeld. Just cool stuff. Like he's just a cool, cool guy. Anyways, amongst all of those things, he's just the kind of guy that puts all of his heart and soul into the people that he works with. And he also puts it into his own growth. There's some really cool things that he's doing himself, which is a great idea. And I can't wait to hear how it goes to really connect with himself and, and learn more things about himself so that he can continue to grow. So without going on further and spoiling anymore, I'm so excited for you to hear this interview because we're talking about the important stuff to think about today when it comes to yourself, when it comes to shifting within your business, and when it comes to starting your dream business, if perhaps that's what you're doing. You might have never had a business. Maybe this will be the time. Maybe you're starting something new, or maybe you're just completely shifting gears within your existing business. You're going to want to hear what Nathan has to offer today. Enjoy. Nathan, hello. What's up, Summer? (laughs) You're like one of the coolest people I know who I barely know. (laughs) (laughs) That's super sweet. Like we, I think just from our very first communication together through email and introduction and then a voice message that you sent me before interview, it's just like get dinner and just chat. So that's kind of like what people get to listen into right now is us hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm super stoked. And I just really want to just put it out there, kind of like Babe Ruth, you know, how he points to the center. We're going to have an amazing, amazing interview. So anyone who's listening, like, this is the one. This is the one. This is the one. (laughs) This is the one. Okay, you you have stories galore. Actually, I want to start with with some of those stories because I think it's so important for our listeners to know who you are, where you came from, why it's really going to give an insight into why the work that you do today is is so important. So pretty fascinating. I don't even, I don't know. I, I think you talk about this. I don't know how much you, you talk about this, but you were homeless once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've had some really hard, hard experiences. Let's start there. Let's start with how did that happen? Where were you at? How long ago was this? Sure. Yeah. Well, as a kid, I was raised really well. I had two great parents, middle class, and I moved to LA when I was 17. And I had this problem where I had two kind of a heart. I don't know if any of your listeners can relate. I'm sure they can. But two kind of a heart, you know, a lot of people took my kindness for weakness, especially for what I moved down to LA for, which was to be in the entertainment industry, the music industry. So I got taken advantage of down there. I just got caught up in the wrong crowd. And I got to the point where I felt like my, my safety was in danger. So I fled. I left to the Bay Area. I actually have a film series called Chasing My Dreams that goes through all of these different crazy, tumultuous situations hopefully to reach a certain level of completely holistic success. Uh, spoiler alert, I didn't die <laughs> in the film series. <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, but, you know, everyone's had a challenge and everybody has had a moment where they felt like 
this is my rock bottom. And one of my, or really my first rock bottom was that getting taken advantage of, which kind of spiraled me down into this position where I thought I could move to a different city, the Bay Area, and make my career work, but I didn't have the network that I had in LA. In LA, at 18 years old, I was interning with Simon Cowell of American Idol, with Wu-Tang, with Paul Oakenfold, one of the biggest dance DJs. And I thought for sure I was gonna be super successful multimillionaire by 2021. But after all this happened, I ended up not being able to pay rent, sleeping out of my car for a few days. A few days became a few weeks, a few weeks became a few months, and it was four whole months that I was there. So in the film series that I have, I talk about the coldest day of winter when I was locked out of my car in a hailstorm in my boxers because I tried to get a, a blanket out of the trunk. And as cheesy as it sounds, in one of the darkest times, I really did have a real life, like hardcore epiphany. And it didn't come from like positive thinking. It didn't come from anything like that. It came actually from me having negative thought patterns in my mind. What was happening is I was inside of a warehouse because I locked myself out of the car and I was freezing cold and I kept telling myself all these negative thought patterns. And I was like, oh, how did I do that? How did I mess up? How did I, you know, have these amazing opportunities interning with these amazing people? Anyone else would have capitalized on that, but I didn't. What I did was I squandered them. And then I said, if only I could find someone who could cut me a check, someone who could give me money to pay for my rent so I could have a house and not have to sleep in my car and maybe even a little bit of money so that I could like pay for the gear I need and to hire people. I know I could be successful. I know it's not over. And then it kind of hit me and I realized, wow, I could basically get funding. I could find someone to cut me a check to help me. And so that's the process that I've been on in my life where I, that was kind of the moment where I realized what my value was in the marketplace, which is helping people get money to pay for their dream businesses, to pay for their personal expenses, like their rent, their bills, their mortgage, their gas, their food, whatever it is, if they're just starting out or like if they're, you know, further along and they need money to like pay for, you know, gear that they need equipment to pay for their rent, their overhead, to hire people, anything in that, in that nature, even like marketing budgets. And my first client, I ended up getting really lucky and landing him a $1.4 million deal. Backstage business truth underneath the real surface. It wasn't that great <laughs> because even though I got him a $1.4 million deal, I was young and I didn't sign a very smart contract. So I got kind of cut out of that contract, but it showed me that I could do this. So that's, that's my kind of origin story, if you will, where, you know, I thought I was going to be super successful. I kind of, you know, life hit me upside the head. And luckily I found, you know, some sort of gold in the dirt through that process and ended up kind of finding one of my, my biggest, you know, abilities in the marketplace, which is to help people get money to do what they love. I totally want to talk about and get into all of that. I'm so interested in the time between that negative thought that getting yourself locked out of the car mm -hmm. to getting your first client. Yeah. What happened in between there? Right. Well, what I did was that night I ended up finding a little napkin. And if, if anyone's listening to this, just really think about this. If when you're going through, when you did go through, or if you do go through any really challenging times, maybe this could be a moment that kind of sparks in your mind when these things come up, when you have these really challenging times. It's like what I didn't know at the time is that every challenge or every horrible thing that happens to you if it's like a 45 out of 100 and negative, you can take that 45 points of negative and flip it on its head and get 45 points of positive, right? Or 
you can allow it to mess you up and you can go negative 45 even further. I hope that makes sense. So yeah. in that moment, what I did was I had this, this epiphany and I grabbed a napkin and I started writing down a little plan. At this time, I call it like a napkin plan. And I had that plan and I looked at it and I said, I have no clue how I'm going to do this. This is super <laughs> unrealistic. But if somehow I can make this napkin, what is on this napkin become real, I'll be the happiest person in the world. And, you know, I could glamorize it. And a lot of times, you know, I kind of skip through it on interviews, but really what happened is it didn't happen overnight at all. It actually took another year or so for me to really figure it out. So I, I luckily got on my feet by just making a little bit of money, scrapping together this and that for the next year. I was, you know, just kind of hanging out, trying to figure things out, saving up money. I got a little side job uh, working at a recording studio, recording artists. And I just slowly and surely started doing it slowly and surely started figuring things out. And then one day I got quote unquote lucky. And anyone who's like a true thoroughbred entrepreneur knows that luck is preparation <laughs> meeting opportunity, right? And so right, I was right. prepared and there I was and I got a call from this guy and his name was Chad and he was someone that I worked with before and he said, I want to hire you to do a few songs. That's it, a few songs. And luckily I had some really good people in my corner. I had one of my best friends, Maria from New Jersey who was just one of those people that I could always get on the phone with and just like strategize with. We always, you know, we all got those friends, right? Where we can call and yep. strategize. And it's like, oh, my business isn't doing as well as I thought, or I'm stressing and I'm, you know, everything's going well, but my mindset isn't right. Whatever it is, she's one of those people that I can call up and be like, hey, Madi, what, what can we do here? And she helped me. She guided me through basically taking this person from this, you know, two or $3,000 potential sale that would maybe give me enough money to pay for one month's of rent or something like that into this $1.4 million deal. And here's how it happened. I said, sure. You want me to make some songs for you? Send me your music and any other assets you have to an email. He sends me an email. I look at his stuff. He's got music videos. He sends me a link to his social media. He's got followers. He's got these amazing songs. The music videos are polished. He's got all the you know tattoos. He looks like a superstar already. And I'm thinking, why is this guy not famous? He doesn't need music from me. He already has a hundred songs that are all amazing. He needs a record deal. He needs to you know get exposure. And so I told my friend that, and she was like, why don't you charge him to hook you up with some of some of your connections? You know. My uh, manager at the time was Violet Brown. She helped Dr. Dre and a bunch of different people get their first record deals, Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. And, you know, it's funny because here I was like really broke and struggling, yet I yeah. had all these connections and it was just a matter of time, right? It's like building up and building up and building up. So, you know, I always try to bring it back to the listener. Like if you're listening to this and you are struggling, look, I got these people around me and it's like, why am I not successful yet? I'm working so hard and, and everything is moving so slowly. Well, for me, I was in that situation where it's like I had all these contacts. It seemed like everything should be going great, but I was broke. And part of that was the industry I was in as well. But so cut to the chase. I reached out to him and I said, hey, I have this idea. What if instead of me making you more music, you give me that money that you're going to give me and I'm going to hook you up and try to get you a record deal? He said, well, what if you don't get me a record deal? I just lose my money. I thought, I said, nope. If that happens, I'll go ahead and make all the songs for you that you originally wanted. And he said, okay, deal. And so <laughs> brought him down to LA 
introduced them to Violet and she was interested. And last minute when she was, you know, considering the idea of signing in, he decided to, you know, post on social media that he was about to get signed to some big record label, which I was like, oh, come on. Like we didn't, we have no agreement whatsoever yet. Like don't post that on social media, but he got interest from other people. They ended up flying down and offering the $1.4 million, which he took. So that's how it happened for me. And like I said, you know, I got cut out of that deal in a lot of ways. I did get a few grand for it, but by no means did I, you know, get rich off of it. But it was my, like, it was my opportunity to realize that I had something and I could parlay that into future endeavors, which I, which I did and allowed me to continue doing this over and over and over again for myself and for other people. That's priceless because just those moments when you discover a capability within you is so empowering. It takes you so far that whatever you may have gotten from that deal probably wouldn't have given you the same as just going after it and seeing what you're capable of. That's like, those are the best gifts in the world. Yeah. It's, it's so true because over and over again, I get to use it. It's like, as I say often, it's like a tool in my tool belt that I can pull out at any time to help people. So I'm really, really happy to have that tool. Wow. So let's talk about a few things because I know the listeners are going to want to know, and then we're going to get into some more juicy stuff, but what was it like interning for Simon Cowell? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it, it was cool. We actually did surround sound theory. So it wasn't interning for him, like, like business related. There was no high pressure. And he was just basically like, you know, here's how you do surround sound. He was totally geeking out. Here's how you do surround sound, you know, like just showing me inside of Logic Pro, the program that we used. It was a new feature at the time. And so he was just basically like, you need to learn this as best you can so that when we need surround sound that you can do it. And, you know, there was, there was about, you know, I don't know, maybe 12 hours total of touch points. So it wasn't like a really close internship, but basically he would come in and he would sit down with me and he'd be like, okay, so look, here's what you got to do. And we'd go through the process and he'd leave and he'd come back and he'd give me some tasks. And that was it, you know, busy guy, not a lot of time to mess around. So, but I think it's the, the common misconception with a lot of people, uh, especially with reality TV, right? The idea is you have to exaggerate your personality. And a part of the show was him being kind of an a-hole on the show. Right. But I don't know that you know him well enough to be able to make any character judgment, but he seems like a great guy. Awesome. Such a cool experience for you. So something I really want to dive into, and this is because conversations I'm hearing, our world today is a lot different than it was last year. (laughs) People People are pivoting in many ways, not just within their existing business and maybe you know, adding something new or changing things up within their business model. But some people are just doing away with their business entirely. There's huge changes for a majority of people. And I think it's an opportunity. I've seen it as an opportunity for people to actually do something that they're more closely connected to and really have a passion for that they before didn't really realize they didn't have a passion for what they were doing, <laughs> if that makes sense. Some people are like, I thought this was the thing I wanted to do, but with all that's going on, I have more time because things were shut down or I haven't been able to do run my business the way I normally would. And they're, they're either wanting, craving something 
that's going to light them up or they know what that thing is and they're finally feeling like now's the time to do it. But they're also filled with incredible amounts of fear and doubt because it is something new. And I feel like the work that you do, you are like the person to talk to about this in terms of how, how do I know what that is? How do I even begin? What if I have no money? What if my company went down and I, I just, I'm starting from scratch? What do I do? That's a great question. So yeah, let's, let's get real, 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 real right now. You're going to die one day. And between now and the day that you die, you're going to be able to do stuff, right? And so this challenge that's happening, listener, person who's listening right now, whatever you're going through, if you're one of those people who's struggling in any capacity right now, this is a huge opportunity for you to enter. Let me, I'll get a little metaphysical here, enter a parallel reality. Okay. Now that just simply means that, you know, if you decide to leave your house now, as opposed to five minutes later, it's a parallel reality. Maybe you get to the same destination, the same spot, five minutes later, big deal. But it's still a parallel reality. This one is a big moment because you can make a real big decision to change everything, right? I do a thing called an end of life meditation. We don't have to get too deep into it, but basically it allows you to sit in your mind on the last day of your life and look back at your life. If you're 95 on the day you die, then you look back 20 years earlier to when you were 75, 30 years earlier to when you were 65, 40 years earlier to when you were 55, so on and so forth. And you basically say, what would I do if I could go back? You know, would I act more courageously? Would I, you know, jump and try the thing that I've always wanted to do that I quote unquote air quotes knew that wouldn't work, but I, my heart wanted to do. Would I, you know, just be a little bit more loving and caring to people. What would I do differently? And then you get to jump back into that time period of now, not being 95 years old, being whatever age you are now and get a second chance. Okay. So what I noticed in my process, I've created a framework and this framework, yes, a big part of that is getting funded, but the real thing is to build your dream life and your dream business. And I realize for those of you who are CEOs and, you know, big time entrepreneurs, it's like, some of you might not really be into that woo-woo stuff, but really what that comes down to is waking up every day. We, you hear about it all the time, waking up every day and enjoying your life, right? So this yeah. framework requires first, the hardest thing for most entrepreneurs like myself who are workaholics, I'm definitely a workaholic. I'm addicted to progress and, and things of that nature. And I have a hard time pulling away. I don't know if anyone else can relate. But the first thing we have to do is step away from everything and reconsider to, to get a new perspective on life and say, okay, if I were to recreate my entire life from scratch right now, what would I do? And that is so important because I've helped people get funding money for their businesses and then they end up quitting or they end up, you know, not being happy. And so the first part of the framework is about fantasizing and then prioritizing and then planning. And when you fantasize, not based on your current circumstances at all, but if you just, someone waved a magic wand and you had a brand new life and just starting there and really getting curious about what could light you up, what could make you really excited on a day-to-day -day basis. Then we talk about preferences and non-negotiables. This is so huge because a lot of people, when they think about sculpting their dream life, they're like, I wanna be on a yacht with my best friends, you know, drinking, 
you know, margaritas, mojitos, whatever. And I, I want to be, you know, have this passive business. But what about your day-to-day preferences and non-negotiables? Things like some people, their thing might be they want to work remotely so that they can travel the world and do whatever they want. Other people, they're like, I just want to stay at home. I got a whole family. I got this grounded house that I want to build around and I want to live near people that I love. Or maybe it's, I need a boss because I don't want to think about that stuff. It stresses me out. Or I'm an entrepreneur and I can't have anyone telling me what to do. I could never have a business partner or I need a business partner because I'm a starter and not a finisher or a finisher and not a starter. I need an idea person. Like who do I need on my team? And not only who do I need on my team as in business, but who do I need on my personal life team as well. See, I'm a huge fan of automating, systematizing, or systemizing and delegating different things. And the automation, we all know about that. It's like the things that have to happen in your business that you don't want to do. And then there's, you know, delegating, which is the things that you don't want to do that a human has to do that a robot can't do, so to speak. But then systematizing really comes down to your personal life, like, and, and your passions, right? How do you systematize into your life the things that bring you joy. I'll give you an example. So for the rest of this year, between the time I wake up and 11 a.m., I have to be doing music because that's a passion of mine. And I've found a way to interweave that into my business. I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here, but I think this is important. I love this so much. Cool, good, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I just want people to be brainstorming, right? Like if imagine that you know you and Summer and I are sitting in a room and we're, you know, drinking our favorite drinks and we're just, we're just brainstorming. We got our pen and our pad out, maybe, maybe a whiteboard and we're just having fun. Maybe we're, maybe we're on a beach or something like that. And we're just there and we're enjoying ourselves, but we're brainstorming. We have this like high energy of like, wow, what can we do now to shift, to pivot out of this existing situation that might not feel good into something new. And the ways that you know, I'll get back to my framework, but the ways that I've found are super valuable are thinking about the external and the internal, right? What can you do to make yourself happy? Because ultimately you're building a business because you want to feel good. You want to feel joy and you want to give others joy. You want to add value to the world as well, right? So the external is like, okay, I'm going to build this business and this business's job is to serve me my dream life, my best life, to serve me the things that I want to feel on a day-to-day basis, to create automated systems, to systematize into my life the day-to-day activities that I want. If you buy you know, a really nice coffee maker, it's going to be systematizing into your life this ability to have great coffee in the morning, right? What, how can you do that in other areas of your life that are more related to a business? And how can you build this dream business that supports you? And as a side note, on the external side, that also includes not pivoting to an entirely new business, but turning your existing business into your dream business. So we don't want to leave people out, right? Some people are like, you know, great, Nathan Summer, that's, you're talking to people who are trying to pivot their entire business, but maybe I'm not ready to leave my business fully too. So this goes for you guys as well. So there's the external, but then the internal is like, okay, yes, we all get it. There's mindset tricks and tips and all that good stuff and they work really well. But what I want to do is I want to, find a way to make it. So I want to find the tools that are out there and connect a human being to each of my goals, right? So let's say, for instance, me, like I said, I'm a workaholic. I'm completely addicted to progress. And and if I don't get stuff done in a day, no matter how much I got done last week, I don't feel good. And so 
I've been working on that. And externally, I work on that by being productive and make sure that I set up my day so that I get the important things done in the morning. But also, I have a new mindset coach, a mindfulness coach, and we're going deep. I'm telling like Summer, I'm, we're going, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost crying on these calls, like really finding out stuff about myself, like why I'm doing what I'm doing. And like, you know, I can get into it all like as soon when, once I really have some breakthroughs with this, I'm going to want to start talking about it. But just, you know, attaching a human being to all the things that you need. And a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're willing to spend money on marketing. We're willing to spend money on hiring new people, but we're not willing to spend money on like our heart, on ourself. And really, it sounds so cheesy and I didn't believe it for so long, but that's one of the biggest investments we can give in ourselves, in our businesses is investing in ourselves, not just a personal development seminar. I mean, that, that's super important not a business development seminar, that's super important. Personal development seminar is even better. But then like, you know, a psychologist or like a mindset coach or something like that is so important to have. And I'm just finding this out right now. So as far as that's I concerned, agree more. thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally getting all excited and talking way out of context with, with the whole framework that I have. But basically that's the first section is you fantasize about what you want and then you prioritize those things and then you plan those out. That's the first section of getting really clear on what your dream life can look like. I think I know your type. Let me guess. You're the kind that's 100% willing to put in the sweat equity to get after your goals, as long as you're given a step-by-step process that leaves nothing to chance. Am I close? Okay, then let's get this out of the way. If you've been listening to me for the past month, you know I've been talking a lot about my mentor and friend, Amy Porterfield, and how she is the queen of digital courses. If it weren't for Amy... I'd be slinging just another online course because a good digital course, yeah, they're anything but set it and forget it. That's why I'm excited to let you know that for the first time in a year, doors to Amy's Digital Course Academy have officially opened. And I've got a bonus package for you that will help you speed up your way to course creation success. But you have to go to my personal link at thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy to get your hands on it. Joining Digital Course Academy in 2018 turned out to be a game changer for my business. It's a ridiculous deal that she's offering, and that's why the doors won't be open long. So go see what's on the inside at www.thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy. If you're down to chip away at that list with daily baby steps, make sure you hop inside Digital Course Academy alongside my bonus. Wait, Summer. What's the bonus? Well, did you hear my intro today where I talked about how my team and I at The Draw Shop now offer a service to help you perfect your elevator pitch so that people immediately understand what you do and how you can make their life better? It's the single statement that compels your prospects to take action right away. Well, your bonus when you join Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy through my link is the elevator pitch. That's right. When you join, I'm going to give you this service for free, meaning you'll get to meet with one of our expert copywriters to define the problem you solve, how you solve it, and the transformation your customers experience after working with you. And from there, we'll turn that into a short and sweet elevator pitch and create a compelling one-page visual story to help the world better understand your business and how you can help them. You can take this exact statement and infographic and use it for your course. I seriously can't wait for this program to change the game for you. Just head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy. And when you join, we will get notice and send you all the details to get your bonus. 
You've heard me talk about her trainings and adding a digital course to our model literally changed my life and the growth of my business. This is hands down the fastest way to crush your course creation mental roadblocks. So head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy because it's only there for a couple of more days. Okay, back to the show. I'm... (laughs) I, as, as we're talking, I'm like, gosh, we are so much alike. <laughs> I do. And you even said it earlier before the whole, you know, waving the magic wand. And whenever I have felt stuck or kind of just that, like, just that feeling where you're just like, I'm not, I'm not lit up right now. I do that whole magic wand and you start to realize this is all a possibility. There are things that I'm super excited about because sometimes it's it's just that feeling of not being excited you forget what you're excited about and i love the magic wand i love the fantasizing i do that so much and then it is taking okay now what are the priorities here how do we start to make this happen summer do you ever do that and in the process you're doing it from a place of lack because i do that all the time like I, i i use my own tool and then i'm like Oh, wow. I'm really doing this from a place of lack. Do you ever feel like that with the magic wand? I have. You know what? I've felt both ways. So my exercise that I do will be what if, what if, what if, like, what if Mm. this happens? What if that happens? And then I start to go more about the feelings instead of the things, instead Mm. of my business is doing amazing or, you know, whatever it is, your numbers are, we, we hit this goal this month, blah, blah, blah. And it's more when I start to talk about the actual feelings that I'm having, then things start to shift Mm. because then it's not, it's not about the lack anymore. It's really about, wow, this stuff is already here right now. And once you start having those feelings, you are definitely on a different frequency. You start to operate totally differently and you start to have those opportunities or that luck quote unquote that you're talking about because you're in this place of like, you're ready to receive, but it's not a desperation. I'm here. I'm ready. It's not like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a totally, you can just feel, you, you can feel the energy difference between being in a place of lack and in a place of totally exhausted. And in that place of like energized and excited because yeah, totally. because you're, it's, it's just a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah. That was my, my selfish question because I had that situation happen to me from time to time where I find myself doing the, if I, then I, like if I were to have this, then I would be happy. But we all know it's like, you have to feel the way you want in the process of getting it, or at least why not? Right. Like maybe you don't feel, maybe you could feel completely crappy and still make some big life change, but why, you know, why not enjoy the process? So yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah. You know, I've also done worst case scenario too whenever you're feeling those, that, that lack feeling. And some people are like, why would you even go down that road? Why would you even, that's, that's negative. That's this. And it's actually, it's an opposite. And I think I I really learned like, wow, this actually is a pretty cool tool. I learned it from strategic coach, Dan Sullivan, Mm -hmm. and it was going through, okay, what if this fails? What if, you know, if, if you're, some marketing thing that you did totally bombed and, and all you spent all this money. We'll talk about the worst case scenario. The more that you go into it, most of what we are so uncomfortable with is the feeling of, oh my gosh, the failure, the this. But really when you actually like step into it, dip your toe in it, just see how bad is it really? You, you realize I could totally survive that. 
no, I'm, oh. I'm, I could, I could actually do it. And it just kind of was like, oh, it's not really <laughs> about that thing. Wow. Yeah, that is so good. Oh my God. I love hearing stuff that I, I think I may have heard that at one point in my life a long time ago, but I haven't, I've not ever used that. And I need to start using that. That is so powerful. The worst case scenario. And then you realize your brain is just totally freaking out. It makes me think of like, what if there was some sort of analytic system where every single time that you stressed the heck out about something versus how many times <laughs> it actually came true, right? It was probably like 4% or 1% or 0.001% of the time that your freak out actually happened, right? Totally. That's so, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I want that. Someone should make that. I don't even want a percentage of it. Just give me a free account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's so, so good. It, yeah. For our listeners right now, what's like, I like to, I love for people to be able to walk away with something to do, with an action to take. Mm-hmm. And it like just something so simple. Cause I think we get so overwhelmed with like all of the things that we need to do. What's like mm-hmm. the first thing that somebody could do right now? to, to step into that, that passion that you're talking about? Yeah. Well, regardless of where anyone's at, if you're looking to pivot, doing anything of that nature, I think that one of the biggest things, there are a few things, but one of the biggest things you can do is instead of, instead of me just giving you a piece of advice, which I will do too, I think that there's an action you can take that can change everything. And that is, like I said, connecting a human being to the thing that you want to do, right? So mm-hmm. if, you know, if you want to, you know, start working out, what do you, what do you do? You can hire a fitness coach and now you're not going to screw around because you've got a fitness yeah. coach and it doesn't have to be like a coach that you hire. It can be a friend that you pay. Like what, what I like to do with an accountability partner is I'll, I'll hit up a friend, like a friend of mine, Daniel, and I'll say, Hey, Daniel, I'm procrastinating on something. I'm going to pay you 250 bucks on Saturday. If I don't send you a screenshot proof that I finished this thing. And so whatever that looks like, connecting a human being to, to what you want to do. And in this case, if it's like, okay, I'm going to step back into my life and do some work, then connect a human being to that for accountability. But if you want to go do it by yourself, here's the, the big challenge that I'm about to go do for the first time in my life, which is to take, I'm taking a three-day retreat by myself in the woods where I'm going to go into the woods for three days and camp and I'm just going to be there by myself and I'm going to follow my intuition for three days. Oh and, my gosh. Yeah. And if you bring Incredible. a pen and a pad, who knows what will happen. But, you know, I think, you know, at least, at least a lot of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with and myself as well, it's like, we're either like type A or we're like really quote unquote left brain when it comes to like organization or whatever it is, everyone's different. But a lot of people who have, become successful in the, you know, in their careers, they have found ways to really structure things and make things like, okay, I'm going to do this at two and this at 205 and this at 207 and at 208, I'm going to spin 360 degrees and put my hands in the air. (laughs) Right. And it's like, okay, but what if you took three days where you went into a place where there was no technology, where your cell phone wouldn't work if if you wanted it to, and you just took that time away to fully disconnect, that's going to be better than anything, even like buying my course. Like that's going to be the best thing you can possibly do for yourself because you're there with you and nature. 
And nature is going to be your best friend to remind you to connect in with what matters. And especially if you don't plan anything, you're not like, okay, I'm going to go jet ski. And then I'm going to go over here to this hike. And it's like, just go there and follow your intuition. You know, some of the most magical things that have happened to me have happened when I followed my intuition and just found myself somewhere. And these things have changed my life. So yeah, those are some things I would recommend. Of course, I have a bunch of, you know, really cool, you know, business strategies and all that fun stuff. But when it comes to, you know, pivoting and that first step, which is stepping back and really getting clear on what matters to you and to your heart, that's what I would say. And then the last thing I would say to to that answer is if you're like, look, I've already done a lot of that work. I realize that that work is always important and it's never done. And thank you for those ideas, Nathan. But also I would love to really figure out what my next step is in the tangible world. Then I would say you get to a point where you have that one page plan that I had there in the warehouse. That plan that you can type up and you can say, it's not a whole plan. It's really just kind of like a vision and you hold it in your hands or you put it on your desk and you look at it and you get goosebumps. You, don't, you know, it's not done until you get goosebumps. You say, and, and you get a little, a little scared, a little nervous. And you say, I have no clue how I'm going to do this. But if I can do this, I'll be the happiest person in the world. And for some people, it might be a simple little shift where it's like, I'm going to, like, for example, you know, this is a great marketing trick as well as a great way to kind of fuse in your passions into your existing business if you don't want to pivot your whole business. Let's say you need to hire a lawyer, right? And you have three tabs open on your browser, three different lawyers. Lawyer A, you look at. Lawyer B, you look at. Lawyer C, you look at. The third tab, you realize it's, you know, on the top, on the navigation, it says home, law, about, contact. And then there's another tab and it says knitting or rock climbing. And you're like, what? Why is the knitting and rock climbing tabs on a, on a website for a lawyer? And you click on it and then they have a blog or some videos about them knitting and them rock climbing because those are their passions. You can literally do your passions, the things that have seemingly nothing to do with your business, put them on your website and in your marketing and then become a person that is way more trusted. I'm way more likely to hire. In fact, I'm definitely going to hire the person who, who I know. And I feel like I understand that's why on all these podcasts, it's like you first got to learn about the person, hear their backstory. It's the same reason why you, you know, you hire people that you know, or that were recommended from a friend. And so that's just one little idea for how you can start to say, okay, here I am. There's a pandemic. There's all kinds of crazy stuff happening. There's, you know, the, the economy is doing what the economy is doing. Lots of change happening. This is my opportunity to really take this and flip it on its head and make this one of the biggest moments where I look back on my life and say, I really did the work to figure this out. And all you have to do is put the time in your schedule to not do yep. anything except for just, you know, figure it out and have fun with it. And as long as it's fun, and you have like your finger on the pulse of your emotions and you're not going into stress response, you're not going into fear, you're not going into lack, you're not saying, oh, I gotta figure this out, I gotta hurry up and figure Instead it's like, this is gonna be fun. Not only is it gonna be fun, but I'm gonna trick my productivity brain by saying this must be done for my business because it's true. So yes. that's, that's my that's super the, long-winded that's the key. answer. <laughs> that's the key right there is that you have to look at it that way because it will, it will benefit your, your well, business. That's what people yeah. have to understand. So before we sign off here, I'd love, because I know that if I were just hearing this for the first time, I'd be like, I have to learn more about Nathan. You have a, you have a course, I believe it's called Dream University. Mm -hmm. 
And I want to direct people to learn more about that because I believe in that you do go into a little bit more about some, some strategies yeah. and, and all of that, that good, good stuff. Where do, where can we send everyone to find out more information? Yeah. Thanks so much. So Nathan.tv, I'm kind of weird. I spell my name funny. It's N-A-T-H-E-N.tv. That's okay. my website. That's where you can check out Dream University. There's three sections to the program. The first section is you know, getting clear on what your dream business is. The second is getting it funded. And the third is building it. And that's one thing I offer. And the other thing I offer is I have this really exciting new program that I'm doing where I get together with a group of amazing human beings and we plan our month every month. We just get on a Zoom call and we plan our month. We plan our goals. We get really clear. We support each other. We hold each other accountable. We cheer each other on. If anyone's having, you know, real, it's, it's a real raw group, right? It's not just like, okay, get on, plan your month. It's like, who's having problems this month? Who needs the attention this month? Who is having mental blocks? Who is having imposter syndrome? Who is afraid because their business isn't doing well? Who really, you know, you know needs help? this month more than anyone else. And we support those people and we ask really great questions because really gr great questions leads to really great solutions. So that's it, coachmenathan.com. And you can spell that however you want. I got all those domains. Say yeah. that one more time. Coachmenathan.com. So that's for the, awesome. uh, the group program. So I have, this isn't something that I do for my main source of income. I actually don't take any profits from either of these. So if anyone buys my course or my program at the time of this recording, at least I don't take any of that money for profits. I take that money and put it back into telling more people about this stuff and helping more people. And I have this kind of little fear of being one of these kind of like I run YouTube ads and Instagram ads. And I have a fear of being one of these kind of like, you know, douchey marketers is like, Hey, click on my thing and buy my thing. Hurry up. <laughs> right. And so the way that I kind of make that not the case is I give out my phone number and my phone number is 310-807-1998. And what I do is it's a text platform. Like if you guys have seen Gary V, it's a similar platform to that. And what I do is I send out audio text messages. I send out videos. I send out texts that are bulk to everyone, kind of like an email blast where I'll, I'll just say things like, Hey, I hope you're having a great day. Just remember to savor this moment. I look around you and appreciate life. Life is beautiful you know, have, take a moment to, to feel gratitude. I, I don't really sell stuff on there much. It's just more of like a way to connect with human beings, but it also allows me to receive on my phone in my texts, real texts from people. And I respond to every single one. So if you want to text me 310-807-1998 and literally about anything, if you're having a bad day and you want someone to give you some, you know, motivation or just lift you up, Cool. If you want someone to look at your video and give you feedback, cool. If you want someone to give you business strategies, cool. It's like, this is something I'm doing super selfishly because I love amazing people and I want to connect with more of you. That's why I'm doing it. I genuinely am doing it for that. And I'm selling stuff because two reasons. One, because I know that if you pay for something, then you actually take it seriously. And two, because I want to be able to reach more people. So I take that money and I put it back into, you know, more marketing to help more people. So I... I'm so excited to meet you, the actual person that is listening to this and thinking, wait, me? No, me? Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> this, is, this is my thing, you know, and I'm, I love, love, love doing this stuff. And so I would love to have you in Dream University. I would love to have you in my cool little, you know, group planning group. But I'd also love for you to just, you know, if you're, if you're in a situation right now where 
you know, things, things are going down with the, you know, with the economy and you're not in a position to pay anything, literally text me. I will help you for free. And I'm not going to, you know, I will, I will not stop until you're fully helped. So that's where I'm at. You are incredibly awesome. I told you guys, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm so grateful to know you, Nathan. This has been so amazing. You mentioned some links and emails and texts. Don't worry if you guys weren't able to write it down. It's going to be all in the show notes. I have to have you back on the show because I also want to hear what happens with the three-day trip. And yes. I'm just so grateful. So grateful to you and the work that you're doing. Thank you so much, Nathan. Ditto, Summer. You're so amazing. Thank you. Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already done so, would you do me a favor and go subscribe and review this podcast? My goal is to continue to deliver you content that will really move the revenue needle in your business and give you up-to-date content on anything else that can dramatically help your business. You can also find us at thedrawshop.com slash podcast where you can comment on the podcast or contact us directly with any issues you'd like me to address. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time.